The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. There are entrepreneurs that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They are creating businesses that really add value to others, and so can you. Welcome to Be More, Achieve More, Inspiration for the Entrepreneurial Mind with Chris Cooper. If you're looking for ways to develop your entrepreneurial spirit while you contribute to a better world, you'll want to stay tuned for the next hour. Now, here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper of BeMoreGMore.com and CC1Consulting.com, and it's uh, great to be back with you today. And it's great today to be uh, talking about um, a show which is about uh, good news. So just before we talk about uh, the show uh, this week, I first want to just mention that the, the feedback on last week's show with Frank Furness was, was just fabulous, and he was talking about um, the best ways to promote yourself online. And there was some really brilliant content. In fact, I actually made five pages of notes while I was doing the interview for myself, and I went back and listened to it again. So well worth um, going back into the archive and having a listen to that. And uh, thanks again to Frank Furness. So let's talk about today's show. And I kind of wonder, you know, do you attract lots of opportunities into your business and your life with your positive state of mind? And... If you're in, in a business, are you also communicating in the most positive and motivational way to your, your staff? I also wonder right now with lots of change going on, when with all this change uh, going on, um, are you interpreting that in a way which keeps you um, operating uh, really productively? Uh, or are you one of the majority who hold more negative than positive thoughts and maybe see things more negatively than positively and perhaps as a consequence are inadvertently achieving less? So on the show today, I'm absolutely delighted to welcome two really talented and really positive guests. Um, Adrienne Lawler um, had a very successful career as an anchor in the newsrooms of the BBC and Sky TV. And she also hosted a top daytime show in the United Kingdom um, called um, Everything Must Go on ITV. And she now delivers um, corporate sector events and facilitates them. And I actually saw her um, for the first time as a delegate a few years ago, and I was really impressed by the way she really professionally and humorously facilitated that event. And I thought, one day I'd like to do that, like she's doing that, and uh, really inspired me. And she's also the founder of inewsu.com, that's I-N-E-W-S-U.com, which deserves to be the next big thing in social media. She's a pioneer in good news, and rather than all that negative stuff that we often hear in the media, I also need to congratulate her because yesterday uh, she lost her voice, mm. um, which is kind of a strange phrase, isn't it, really? And you kind of 
like misplacing it, like losing your car keys. And actually, amazingly, she's managed to find it again today. So um, I'm astonished that she's here and I'm delighted that she's here too. Uh, we also have Tim Dingle. Um, Tim is um, has an astonishing CV. He's been a former headmaster of a top school. Um, he's the author of 24 books on a variety of educational topics. He holds senior positions on various educational and sporting boards. He speaks internationally. He owns a successful comedy venue. Gosh, I'm almost out of breath here. And he's recently been performing at the Fringe Comedy Festival in Edinburgh. So a big welcome to Adrienne Lawler and to Tim Dingle. Fantastic. Hello, hello, how are you? I'm the one who sounds like I should be Tim with a deep voice like this, but I'm actually Adrienne. <laughs> and I'm and I'm Tim. I don't have a deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people like like a husky voice. I, uh, yeah, I, I can't guarantee that it's going to be husky and not yodeling throughout. So I hope people's ears are attuned to it because uh, it could be a challenge for all of us. And I, I apologise in advance. Well, don't worry. You were incomprehensible yesterday, so it's a miracle. It's got nothing to do with the sore throat, but yeah, I know what you mean. I was incomprehensible. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, no, I I believe that both of you have been friends for a number of years. Is that right? Did you go to school together? No, no, we didn't go to school. We met, actually, uh, on one of these events where you pitch for management, which is a euphemism for pitching for money, but you're not allowed to say it when you go to the events. And uh, we got on like a house on fire, and we've been entrepreneurial buddies i guess for for the last uh two or three years i think that's fantastic actually because any of uh, our american listeners will probably be amazed to hear that you can have an event which has got a group of people who could help each other in all sorts of ways and the one thing they really need is money and the one thing they're told not to ask for is money so that tim's quite right that's exactly how we did meet trying not to say the thing that we actually wanted <laughs> <laughs> it was like a Dragon's Den sort of thing, was it? It was yeah. Dragon's Den's for a masochist, I think, because we, as I say, we both wanted to say, look, what we need is investment in our businesses. Please, would you help us? Or is this in your area of interest? And it was the one thing we were not allowed to say. But instead, um, I think I got more than money because I got to become friends with him. Uh, Yay. There yes. you go. Yeah. <laughs> very, very British thing, isn't it? We can't actually ask for money, but we can ask for friends. Uh, well, I don't know that I asked for a friend. I don't know. I was Norman <laughs> saying, excuse me, would you like to come and play around at my house? Because nobody else will play with me. But thank you, Tim. That's Pleasure. It was nice knowing you briefly. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I kind of thought through the, when we were preparing this, through the friendly banter between the two of you that you'd known each other for a long time. But um, let, let's let's start this by, and it might sound a silly question, um, but, you know, I wonder from your perspective, and I'll aim this one at you, Adrian. Um, what is bad news and what is good news in your opinion? Because, you know, for example, in business and the media and politics, you know, quite often, isn't somebody's bad news often someone else's good news? Yeah, I, I completely get that. But but if you'll forgive me, it's a kind of simplistic overview of the difference between good and bad news. Because as you say, one person's good news can often be somebody's bad news. But from that, it's what you do with it. It's like anything in life. It's not what happens to you. It's the attitude you take in, in dealing with it. Um, I, I, throughout my life, and I'm sure this is true of many people, we've all known people who've been made redundant and have been given redundancy money um, to leave the company. And although they've been devastated, at the time 
they've had a choice to make about how they face the future. And particularly when they're older, the question is, you know, how employable are them? And certainly certainly in this country, uh, not that employable over a certain age. So those people have kind of looked within themselves and thought, what are my skills and what do I like doing? And if I had a chance, what would I do? Oh, yeah, I have got a chance. I can do this. And so they set themselves off on going forward. So in those circumstances, <clears throat> even in the case of redundancy, there are good news opportunities. Often there's a silver lining in many things. Uh, redundancy myself has been very helpful in my financial situation over the years. <laughs> oh, really? Look back on it. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's uh, it's been uh, been helpful when I look back on it. And actually, it, it happened to me a couple of times. And in both those instances, it led to better things. So it was a blessing in disguise. Well, absolutely. It, it becomes a, a catalyst for action uh, unless you choose to be a victim and just sit there and go, I'm unemployed, I'm unemployed, I'm unemployed. And your biggest effort is to fill in the unemployment benefit form. Then, it, you know, that will be very negative. There is no getting out of that because you're just digging yourself in deeper and deeper. But if, on the other hand, you take a look around you and you go, do you know what? I'm just going to get on with it. Um, then then that is good news because you've discovered something about yourself, which isn't just an idea, but it's a reality. Mm-hmm. So, so Tim, I'm going to ask you now. Mm. Do you think is the the ratio between good and bad? Let's think about the media, you know, and then business, and maybe even in, an individual in their mind. I mean, what's the ratio between good and bad news in those it's, um, areas? Yeah, it's about four point three one. Uh, roughly, um, according to most of the sort of uh, guidelines you read, and that's that's variable. In apparently last month in the UK, it was about 7.3 to 1. So there are actually precise figures on, on the ratio of bad news to good, and a lot of people will tell you that uh, journalists, uh, good news is often not news at all. And I think the mindset that many people have is to have a look for what is bad and almost they want to share bad news isn't it terrible the price of petrol or gas um what is wrong with society that we do all these things instead of actually looking at the good and and uh, in the uk we've adopted a loan word called schadenfreude in the german which is looking out for the uh, delight in misfortune of others and i think that is very true in, in business people that uh, it, it's too easy to, to blame the banks or to blame the economy or to blame society in general. And my belief is uh, really you've got to look for the positives. You've got to look for where you find those pots of gold and what you can do with them. And I, th- I think that as somebody who is involved in the media myself, I think the media has a huge responsibility, which they then pass back on to the rest of us and say, yeah, but good news doesn't sell. However, we're not given that opportunity because good news, uh, the way it's presented in the media, is not in a way that resonates with most people or businesses or communities. And so that makes it very difficult for us to make the switch in our minds. Um, and and it, 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 to me, it's an absolute no-brainer. And, and it's got very, very strong commercial parallels and, and uh, benefits. If we take a look at the Paralympics, which are currently on in London, of course, at the moment, I doubt that anybody, any of those athletes in any of the disciplines gets on the starting blocks and goes, probably not going to win this one. 
Uh, Oscar Pistorius, he's quite quick, isn't he? No, I, I don't think I'll, I know I won't have a good, no, I definitely won't win against him. And no, no, that Johnny Whiteside, oh, he's a bit quicker than me too. It's not going to happen. If, if you keep focusing on negatives, you absolutely will get the outcome that you drive towards. So you have to start each day, each job, each purpose with a sense of can do. And to me, it seems an absolute no brainer that if we surround ourselves in real positivism, I, I'm afraid I don't just mean the yay, the hand clapping up in the air. <laughs> We need examples of success. We need to see inspirational stuff. That's what what really drives us as as business people, as individuals, as success stories. We want to be inspired. Uh, the Olympics inspires. The Paralympics inspires. But also great stories about business and people who are generous in in the way that they treat society. I, th I think we've got to leave the victim culture behind and look at sort of positive mental aspects ahead and I'm in total agreement we've got to view the world in a different way. Yeah and lead by example then because once yeah. you see that and you demonstrate that by the way you lead your life whether it's on a small scale or on a larger scale um, it will make a difference you will affect the people around you. I mean, if you think about it, you, we've all got a positive and negative friend. So when the doorbell goes and you open it up and it's the most miserable, moaning, complaining person, what normal sane person goes, oh, yippity-doo-dah, another couple of hours lined up with this person? They don't. None of us go, oh, God, please. We all go, please make it stop. Whereas when you open the door and it's somebody you know is positive or has got good news or is successful, you, you kind of stick the kettle on and you're really looking forward to seeing them. And you know that the next hour or two hours or whatever will be will give you something. You don't have their success, but you're reflecting in it, you know, and you're enjoying the benefits of it. So, um, it, it you know, on, on, as I say, on a very small level, it's really obvious. And then if you multiply that up to a big level level of a company, it's enormous. And it, it's, it really is so, so simple to do. Great. Best strategy with the individual, just to peer out of the window and uh, if they're the negative ones, you hide behind the sofa till they've gone. Yeah, absolutely. But, but you're right, you know, that, uh, that attitude, um, you know, it impacts the individual and how they get on in life, but it also that kind of attitude in, in a, a bigger scale in companies um, yeah. that also has that sort of effect, doesn't it? You know, it's attractive attraction of employees to, to join them and people being inspired and motivated to deliver results. But no sales manager stands before his sales force and says, OK, now this is the target. Just need to let you know we're probably not going to achieve it. Um, the competition have got better resources. They drive nicer cars. They're more well connected. So, you know, do your best, lads, but it's probably not going to work out. Nobody in their right mind would say that, would they? And yet we say we, we go with this whole maxim of, yeah, but bad news sells. Well, no, it doesn't sell, actually. Bad news diminishes and demoralizes people so that they give up or at least they give less than they're able to. And, and that's just a waste of resource. And we've got to stop doing that. Great. We've got about a minute to commercial break. But um, maybe um, ask, ask you, Tim, uh, what, do you, what mm. do you think of the benefits if these ratios that you talked about were really improved? Well, I think if we can start to change them and, and get a mental uh, viewpoint for, for business people, for entrepreneurs who actually go and get it, to go out there and, and get new contracts, to get work, to see new possibilities, that, that's the way it's got to be. And good news is where it all begins, in my opinion. 
Fantastic. Well, we're going to go to commercial break now, and after the break, uh, we're going to look at the uh, you know the benefits and and also things like um, you know how can we improve the way that we we think so we see things more positively and uh, enjoy greater benefits in everything that we do. So we'll join you again in a couple of minutes. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. Stock prices plunging, home prices receding, and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, it's Chris Cooper of bemoreachievemore.com and cc1consulting.com. I'm with um, um, Adrienne Lawler um, and also uh, Tim Dingle. And we're talking about uh, about good news, and we're talking prior to the break about the importance of improving these ratios of good news to bad. And just in the break, I was I was having a conversation that I'd I'd heard only yesterday that apparently, and you may not have even heard about these, but there are eight United Nations Millennium Goals, and apparently these were signed up to by 192 countries, and it was about achieving certain goals by I believe 2015. And apparently this year, two of those goals have been achieved early, and those are about halving the number of people without access to water, um, halving the number of people um, living on um, less than $1.25 a day. And they were met and they were published in the Washington Post in, back in June. And also there's been the lowest level of um, Amazon deforestation, and apparently China's added about 60 million hectares of forest area, which is kind of covered for the uh, deforestation of the Amazon. And my kind of conversation with uh, Tim and AGM was, why is this news not more widely published? Isn't it good news? Yeah, of course, of course it is. But I mean, that, that is the, the fundamental point, Chris, that, that what we, we like to revel in is some kind of uh, catastrophic viewpoint of what the world would be. Um, a lot of people, uh, Adrian, you looked at the, the idea of it on a starting block. You don't want to fail before you start. A lot of people, before they go on stage and do comedy, would be ill-advised to think of how I'm going to die on stage and how it's going to be awful and all the fear. And so we sort of have created a culture whereby fear 
whereby bad news becomes more and more prevalent. And not reporting those three really good news stories is, is frankly uh, out of order, in my opinion. We've got to just change that mindset. It, it, it's actually, um, you're, you're quite right, Tim, it is out of order. And it's as wrong as if you printed a lie uh, or you broadcast a lie, but nobody seems to be as upset about that as if it were a lie. The fact is, it is giving a lie to the um, success and the opportunities that we have in our world, whether it's politics or, or business or whatever. And we're just, we just, we kind of say good news is soft stuff. No, it isn't. Good news is what inspires you to go on and do more things. I mean, good news is achieving a record in, in a run or a jumper or whatever it is. And by achieving that record, or that jump, everybody, I'm sure, knows the story of Roger Bannister, um, who achieved the four-minute mile. And when he was um, a young student practicing, he was a medical student and he knew that the current thinking was that it was not possible to do a four minute mile because the lungs would um, burst, the heart would die under the strain of it, the brain would have a hemorrhage, all of that kind of stuff. And as a medical student, he knew it was factually correct. However, he decided if he broke it down into four quarters, he would try and do it that way. And of course, we all know that he did do it. What not a lot of people realize is that in the subsequent year after achieving that goal, Something like 12 other runners who he had been training alongside for the rest of us also broke the four-minute mile. So the only difference between what they were doing the year before and what they did then at that time was that they understood that one person could achieve it. And if one person could achieve it, then others could achieve it. So if we have that as a very clear analogy of human behavior and how we respond to circumstances, why don't we do that on a bigger scale? And I'm saying it slowly because I don't understand why everybody isn't saying the same thing. It's a complete mystery to me. It's so, so obvious. Mm. They will. They will. We'll, they'll come around to this one. I think I'm, I'm convinced of it. I mean, Change the, the one, one. Yeah, well, if necessary. I mean, I think it's very true that uh, good news or laughter uh, can replace the sort of dread of organisational charts. And, and as a result, teams emerge. And I've seen that time after time in companies. Um, where you create an atmosphere which is inspiring and you remove culture of fear and, and and bad things will happen you can actually achieve so much more I, you're absolutely right tim couldn't agree with you more because uh, and it takes confidence to do that i mean what tim does is the scariest thing on the planet you know to stand up and tell jokes to a room full of people no, not. don't necessarily Be serious that's not that's not no, no, it is. It is. It is pretty scary. Anybody who's had to stand up and tell a joke in front of a group, a group full of, well, of people will know how scary it is. So it is. You undersell yourself to say anything other than that. But it, it, it is phenomenal. And you, you know, there, there are very, you, there are comedy stores around the world where we go as a group of people of ten, a hundred, a thousand, or whatever, to watch people make us laugh. I've yet to know the, the thing where we go to just be depressed. I mean, do, do mm. you, I'm thinking of opening that next week. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, but, but isn't that mad that people can go along with the yeah, but you know, good news doesn't sell. Good news doesn't make a difference. You know, feeling good doesn't make a difference. No, no. OK, well, then where are the, the depressing stores that we go to instead of the comedy stores? Well, why do they not exist? Because nobody would go. That's why. Mm. It's but I think the other thing that comes yeah. up clearly from the analogy with comedy is I've I don't know I've taught over 
six or seven hundred people this year to be stand-up comedians. Very few of them are going to be professionals. But it's dealing with things like heckling, dealing with put-downs, dealing with adversity and changing, being creative, uh, the ability to pitch properly and creatively. All those things are very much the, the mindset of the individual, the entrepreneur, the business person that wants to be inspirational. Uh, remove fear and we could do so much more. And, and I, I agree totally the idea that, that uh, uh, good news can, can be the start of, of that process. Do you, th- do you think it may, well, maybe, you know, maybe we're moving into a new wave, which may be more positive? You know, the, we've had the Olympics here, which has been very positive. And I guess uh, uh, the media and people have got more used over the last few weeks, certainly, to writing about and talking about the good news in, in abundance. And, and I wonder, maybe, is it time and uh, for things like, you know, you, I Use You, which is your, your brand, um, to start to come to the fore? It's like- I, I certainly hope so. I mean, because it, it really has, we've seen a great take up in um, in hits and people talking about us on, on uh, Twitter. And I, I, so I certainly hope so. I think that if we capitalise on it, we will benefit from it because I think certainly in London, people, for example, are not actually talking about the events themselves, but they're talking about the atmosphere in London. I mean, I, I always like London anyway, but I have to, I would agree by, uh, by quite enthusiastically that the helpers that we've got um, who are unpaid, uh, who are just wearing the uniform, uniform, directing people to go in the right place, talking to them about the weather, helping them with any challenges they've got. They have made a huge difference to London. It is a phenomenal place to be. And everybody, tourists or locals uh, or uh, country people like me, are loving it. We're absolutely, so why wouldn't we carry on doing it? I mean, because when you're nice to other people, guess what? They're nice to you. (laughs) Every day gets better. Yeah, I was just talking to someone before for this show who's been a helper for two weeks, and she said I had to get up at three forty-five every day, and uh, so they worked worked you hard for your no pay. And she said, "Do you know what? I got paid back so much. It was such a phenomenal thing to be part of, and uh, it was just such a good feeling um, amongst everybody." London has fundamentally changed, and awareness of that feeling, that spirit is around. It is one. I think the potential for change is there. So when we look at the economy, we look at the markets or uh, production in, in numbers of people that they're buying, I think that's a mindset. And once we get over that, we can really make uh, set changes of the way we're going to go forward. Good stuff. We've got um, just a few minutes before we go to um, break again. Uh, Tim, we were just losing you slightly there, so we'll try and keep that during the uh, break. But I I was recently uh, working with uh, a company board, and they were saying that compared to the market, they're doing really well, but they were not feeling good and staff morale was a bit low. I mean, um, what what are your business, your views? Um, I'll ask you, um, Adrienne, on how businesses should really be thinking and communicating right now. Um, should we be thinking our way and communicating our way out of this recession? 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's no other way to it. We we don't have the money to buy our way out of it. That That's self-evident. So all we have is this resource called people and humanity. And, and we have to remember people buy from people. They don't go into the shops to buy from the shop. They buy the products in the shop, which have been made by people and are being sold by people. So there's a really, really clear commercial imperative behind this. And if we can just engage it, you know, one of the things I'd like to see happen is a major retailer. Um, put on their uh, till receipts. If you've had a bad experience with us today, please come and tell us. If you've had a good experience with us, please go to inewsyou.com forward slash name of the company, whatever it is, because we need to encourage people to remember, mark and celebrate when things go right. And we're all, not always great at that as a humanity generally, but maybe English as well, particularly. And so it would be fantastic if people would actually value that from their customers, hearing their customers become advocates for them and tell the wider world just how brilliant their company is. And by putting it on a third party site like I News You, I'm sure others are available, but by putting it on a third party site, they have the opportunity to sound much more credible than if you go to that company's own website and there's a load of customers saying, oh, yes, it was marvellous. Because obviously, what would the company put on there except that? Whereas if they come to us and say it, suddenly it looks like somebody's gone to trouble to do that. And and so that's where we're going. That's what we want to do is to really, really encourage it. Great. And um, I mean, the, the, obviously for things like um, that's kind of happening in the hotel industry, isn't it, with TripAdvisor and those sorts of things, which are really. Um, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, anything that's peer reviewed, customer reviewed has, has got to be good because clearly marketing departments would say they are good, wouldn't they? If they didn't, they'd be fired and they sh- as they should be. So it, it, it just makes sense, really. We're, what we're just trying to do is create a medium where people can do it in a different way because the only reason I knew you will work is if people take hold of it and emotionally start to own it and say, I want to be that person who, when I ring on the doorbell, people are pleased to see me. And it might that's be an me. electronic doorbell, but that's what we want them to do. Yeah. Yeah, and and we've got a, a, just a, about a minute and to go. But uh, just just in terms of I News U, what do people find if they go there? Oh, they can find so much on there. I mean, without wishing to sound like an advert, but it I, I, we we say it's the stuff that makes you smile, and and it does. It makes you smile. It makes you think. It makes you, you inspired. You know, some of the great people from the Paralympics are on there. From the Olympics are on there. Uh, business stories about uh, any of those things are on there. Um, it, it it just it's phenomenal. If you want to go, for example, if you've got a sales meeting coming up and you're trying to find examples of how do you inspire people, go on to I News You. There will be something in there that will give you an example that you can pull out and demonstrate your point about if you're talking to your sales force or if you're in a community and you want to inspire the rest of the community to join you in an initiative. There are stacks of those kind of stories on there. It, it is just, I mean, I know it's my site, so I would say that, but well, it, it, is is good. It, it, it is wonderful. I hope you guys would agree. Well, I think so. I mean, that's why I wanted to give you the, the opportunity to say that because it's something that I've, I've seen. It's inspired me and I think it's uh, an important wave that uh, you're making a contribution to. It's an important shift in our mindset, which we're going to have a huge benefit. So that's uh, so I'm really keen to share that on this on this show. And we're very grateful. So thank you so much, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. And so we're going to go to commercial break again, and we're going to talk about um, uh, some you know more some key tips and things like that that we can do uh, to help our quality of thinking and things after the break. So do join us. 
uh, very shortly in about a couple of minutes. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Is your business ready to get started in social media? If you've already made that plunge, where do you stand right now? Are you using it to stay ahead of your competition? Or are you feeling a bit lost? Tune in to Social Media Pearls with host Shirley Williams. Shirley and her guest experts are here to answer your questions as well as focus on areas where you should have questions. It's everything you've always wanted to know about using social media for business. It's Social Media Pearls, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. We spend 70% of our week in the office. What is the difference between enjoying your job and enduring it? The number one motivator is a positive work environment. And that's where Real Recognition Radio comes in. Join your hosts, Roy Saunderson and S. Max Brown, as they take a look at the positive factors of the workplace, such as employee rewards, recognition, incentives, and much more. Tune in to Real Recognition Radio, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. Go behind the scenes of what you see, hear, and read on the news. Learn the ins and outs of public relations on Stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Cindy Rakowitz is a Clio Award winner and is the co-founder of BR Public Relations, who wants to share her PR experiences and knowledge with you. Learn how to handle a crisis, deal with celebrities, and become a terrific PR executive. Listen to The Stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, it's Chris Cooper, bemoreachievemore.com and cc1consulting.com. And I'm delighted to be with uh, Adrian and Tim at the moment. We're talking about uh, good news. And... Uh, We've had to um, go to phone line with Tim because of uh, technical issues, so hopefully we can uh, get him back on very shortly. Um, but we're all, um, you know, we're very fortunate, um, the three of us, that through our, our work, it's meant that we, we've come into contact with some very successful people. And I, I wondered, um, Adrian, what is your opinion in terms of the difference between the people that achieve excellence and, and those that uh, struggle? Well, it would be great if there was the kind of answer you could pull off the shelf that everybody could take and use, but of course it isn't. But fundamentally, I think if you were going to try and look at the things they had in common, um, the people I know are great at finding an opportunity. Then they develop a plan uh, for meeting that opportunity kind of head on and relentlessly target a successful outcome with total belief that they can be successful at it. Nobody I know who is successful has started out or at any point in the journey 
gone yeah well it might work and it might not well let's just see how it goes it just doesn't happen they constantly reevaluate and then go back in with a new plan if that one doesn't work let's do something else and i'm not talking about chopping and changing or every five minutes i'm talking about intelligently looking at where they are versus where they wanted to go evaluating that and then coming up with something else that works and and i suppose what's easier to define is unsuccessful people because they're the ones who have every reason under the sun why something can't happen or didn't happen and always why it wasn't their fault. They are, they're usually the victims of, and by that I, I don't mean that something bad has happened to them because most people in this world have had something bad happen to them at some point in their life, but they're the people who don't let go of it. They make a lifetime out of remembering that and repeating it, and it's like Groundhog Day. And sure enough, it comes to pass, something else bad happens to them. And, and, and it is so tragic because they are often really lovely people, really, really lovely people who you're so sorry that they were made redundant, that their wife ran off with a painter or the husband ran off with the au pair or whatever it is. Um, but, but by living in this way, uh, what they say becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. I think you I think you articulate that so well. And that those you're obviously right. Those it's almost like uh, they'll identify all the pieces of evidence to mm. that they're right. And then you're absolutely right. Sorry, I was, I was trying to get rid of a cough. You're <laughs> absolutely right. That's exactly what they do. They met, they find the facts that support the case they've already established in their mind. And there is nothing, not dynamite, not evidence, not even good fortune that will change them from that because they have decided that's what they're going to be and that's what's going to happen. And sure enough, that is what they are and that is what happens. And, and therefore, I mean, isn't that you, the word that they have decided is, is, the, is the ability to change about... Um, there being maybe some sort of a catalyst which enables them to dis- decide or choose to think and behave differently. Yeah, I mean, I mean, sorry, Tim. I think Tim's probably could uh, analyse why that happens better than I can. <laughs> is, is he is he here? I don't know. I'm hoping he is because <laughs> I'm about to cough. So it could just be you doing it on your own, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, everybody. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, I think that, that fundamentally it does become a self-fulfilling prophecy. People identify it from a, a position of believing it's not going to work or it's going to fail or it's this, that, or the other, or that they don't have the right to. And then it's sure enough, that's what happens. And so it is very difficult to change that mindset, but you can if you choose to. You absolutely can. Right. So we're still we're still trying to get Tim back at the moment. He's disappeared. He, he's at um, at sea on his boat somewhere, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, well, it's a very sunny day, so I don't <laughs> like to tell you this, but I've got visions. He's out on deck there. Um, I, w- I think we should probably point out that it actually it's a a big ship which is converted into offices. So he actually is in his office on his boat. So it's um, he's not just lolling about the place, laughing at us trying to fill in the time. <laughs> that must be a very nice, interesting place to work. Is that that's on the Thames somewhere? Isn't it? it is. It's fantastic, and I mean, he must have a great view of the fireworks and everything that have gone on for the Olympics and the Paralympics. So when he says he's attended them, I'm not sure about that. I think he's just sat on the deck and he's watched it all happen in front of him. But <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I, let's um, 
Let's think about the small business owner and their, their kind of mindset right now. How, how should they be thinking to really thrive in today's economy? How can they really manage their mindsets for success? Well, it sounds a bit blasé to think to, to tell them to think about opportunities because it is difficult when uh, things are bad. Um, and I would just point out, without doing the poor me type thing, um, you know, I had a tremendously difficult start in, in life and I had two brothers and we made a different choice about how we viewed our childhood and the various things that happened to us and all the rest of it. And my choice was just to accept it, to, under, to, to understand it, to accept it and to move on and to always look back at my childhood and think, that's a bad place. I don't want to go there again. I don't want to live there. So in my head, I need to be happy about things because otherwise it's Groundhog Day again and we just keep going over it and going over it. So I think that people need to make a choice about the future that they want and then colour it in. And sometimes your colouring won't be so good. It might be outside the lines. You know, you think about those little kids' books that you, colouring books that you get where they print an outline of something in black on a white page and you have crayons and you can colour it in however you like. You can put any colour down you like. You can be as careful or as careless as you like. Well, you know what? Life is like that. It, it is a colouring in exercise. It's up to you what colours you use to colour in between the lines and whether you stay in the lines that somebody else has defined or whether you decide there's a new reality that you want and you go and you get that. But either way, the choice is yours. And once you realise that, you have the keys to everything that you need because it's incredibly powerful. You know, if not, why don't you turn around and ask the guy beside you, excuse me, when are you going to give me my life? When are you going to let me have this amazing world that I want? Because if you're not going to take it yourself, why would you think that he was going to do it? It just doesn't make sense to me at all. It makes much more sense. I know my strengths and I know my weaknesses. And I kind of would rather put my money on myself than on somebody else to, for my life. So I think that if you realize that, you realize what a phenomenal opportunity it is. And, and it absolutely is. I think, I mean, you just brought something up for me as for the thought in terms of, you know, the, the idea of colors. Uh, and yeah. that, you know, you can choose to colour your life in dark colours, can't you? Absolutely. And, and, and it was interesting. Someone said to me recently, I'm, I'm doing some work and do some work this year with my websites. And one of them is quite dark green. And they said it's too it's too beige for you. It's not who you are. Oh, really? You're, you know, That's interesting, isn't it? Uh, that, that is interesting. We should have a straw poll and ask people, what colour do you think you are? And what colour do you think other people think you are? So... Come on then, Chris, you can start us off. What colour do you think you are and what colour do you think other people think you are? Hey, that's, that's interesting. I actually, I actually drew that. I, I actually painted it. Oh, really? Yeah, I was on, I had run a, run a programme with a number of executives and I brought a, um, a guy in. I've got some artwork by a guy called Lewis Parsons who I'm, um, that, I, that I really like. And I brought him in to do some painting with the executives and he actually painted their kind of purposes in life and who they were. And uh, I, I painted myself with this kind of one figure, and I painted it with uh, kind of red in the centre, orange, and then yellow out from it. So that's the wow, that, that's that's, myself. That's exactly how I'd see you, actually. I think you're a little <laughs> ray of sunshine. <laughs> Thank you. Aww. Tim, what colour would you be? Um, I think I'm pretty uh, red in the centre, blue on the outside. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I think I might. I mean, what colour do you think other people would think you were? 
uh, blue all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean that, really. Uh, it's a very difficult one to judge. I'll I, I tell you something I can tell you about colour, though. And I did it with some business people the other day um, because I think we're hardwired as humans to uh, not see good news because uh, the human brain is adapted for survival. And what we see are things that might have a threat to us. And I said to people on the way home, you're all going to see a pink car on your way home. Uh, I haven't planted them out, but you'll just see a pink car. And I got several emails the next day saying they had they'd seen pink cars on the streets of London. And it's all about starting to notice things in a different mm. way. Mm. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I think you're you're absolutely right. Seek and you shall find kind of thing. And, I th- yeah. you know, again, it's what we were saying whilst you were in the ether um, mm. that, that um, welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> nice to have you. Um, <laughs> it is. It, it's the self-fulfilling prophecy. If, if you think Correct. it's going to be a bad day, it will be a bad day. Almost invariably, it will be a bad day. Whereas conversely, if you believe, truly believe it's going to be a good day, not just say it then it will be a good day because everything that happens to you will make a choice about whether it's good or bad. And because you want it to be a good day, you will choose that it is a good day, that whatever that thing was, was good. And therefore, fulfilling prophecy. The other thing we can all do as business people and entrepreneurs is we can practice noticing when people do something well. Yeah. It could be uh, the good news thing, but it could be at work. Appreciation is the number one thing you can do to improve morale, improve staff uh, retention is to actually see what they're doing and appreciate it. It's a really fundamental thing, but most businesses don't do it. And you have to learn how to do it sincerely, though. That's the other thing I would say. I mean, I I like to think um, I'm quite polite anyway, but I I go out of my (laughs) way don't laugh, Tim. I, I, didn't, out, I, didn't. I, uh, I was a little snigger. I could hear. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like to think I go out of my way with waiters and waitresses um, to engage them on a human level, not just a staff level. And it is amazing that the effect it can have, good and bad. You know, suddenly yeah. I'll get better staff, I'll get better service, I'll get better seats or whatever. If I if I'm with the wrong kind of person, I might be a man or whatever, and I'm chatting to a male waiter. They get very uh, uptight about it and you go no no i'm just trying to be nice to somebody because i think it might make their job a little bit mm-hmm. more fun to do the, the that great, you know the quote, the quote that inspires me and is a shakespearean one and i think it's there is nothing either good or bad but thinking makes it so which yes. i don't want to get into moral relativism but, but having that that outset that you don't judge things and you are positive so yeah you're absolutely right if, if you go into a situation with a smile uh, with complete conviction, you look at somebody, fantastic. Honestly, yes, eye contact and a smile makes all the difference in a day for Huge. all of us. For all of us. You just, uh, I just brought something up for me uh, as a situation that happened. I found myself walking through the streets of London and there was uh, somebody by the street sitting on a blanket, asked for some money, and I just, I just, I just walked past. And, and I decided to – I stopped and thought about it and um, – uh, and dis- uh, and decided uh, to change the way that I was thinking. And I, and I went back to him and I actually knelt down and to his level and then gave him some money. And then and it was just amazing, the smile that I got back. Yeah. Amazing, yeah. Brilliant yeah. stuff. 
When when I give money um, to to people who are begging, and I have to say, people say you shouldn't do, but I I, I do it pretty much all the time. I do try and make eye contact with the person and smile or and say something or not say anything just to make sure that it's one human being giving to another human being. It's not about the money. It's about the contact. I mean, obviously, they need the money, but I just want them to know there's a human being who thinks they're more than a waste of space on, on, the, on the pavement or the sidewalk. Yeah, couldn't couldn't agree more. So we're going to come after the break. After the break, we're going to talk about uh, mentally coping with all this change that's going on um, through uh, through life. So we'll be back in a couple of minutes. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Is your business model robust enough? In today's ever-changing business environment, people are working to transform themselves, their futures, and their business. Tune in to Business Reinvention with your host, Nancy Lynn. To stay ahead of the game in business, you have to constantly reinvent yourself and your organization. With Nancy's experience and that of her guest experts, you'll learn from stories of inspiration, innovation, and forward thinking. Listen for Business Reinvention, live every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Business Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, it's Chris Cooper with bemoreachievemore.com and cc1consulting.com with uh, Adrian Lawler and uh, Tim Dingle. Um, uh, Tim in the break, um, he's, uh, he's uh, on... On his boat, he seems to have a little bit of mixed reception, but he, he did say something to me, but he wants to tell his, his Roger Miller story. So, uh, Tim, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you perfectly. I hope you can hear me a bit better. Yes, tell us about your Roger Miller story. Okay, so Roger Miller was a uh, professor of psychiatry at uh, Princeton. Uh, died actually this year, but his story told me was, uh, and I interpret it in this way, was uh, somebody who's old uh, gets on the bus and sits next to you, grabs your arm and says, my toaster talks to me. And 99% of the population think she's insane, uh, drunk, uh, deranged, mad, on drugs, whatever. And what he taught me was the idea that you've got to ask the question, what does it say? And she might tell you it's these new toasters that tell you when the bread's done. But the interpretation is that ask what something might be true of. So when you see all this change happening around us and change is continuous and, and people before they go on stage have this real fear about what's going to happen. Uh, same as effective leaders find that they can only control and influence what they can. What are the things they can control? And Miller's laws is 
thoughts, is, uh, finding what could be true and what you can control. It's at the heart of all this uh, positivity that we need to project into our business lives. So, 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 so we're basically we're in, we're in control of this, and we need to consciously make a decision to behave differently. Think that, yeah, and not get distracted by circumstances. Yeah. It, it's too easy to um, ask those questions. You know, it's it's about what's happening at home, it's what's happening at work or whatever. But the focus must be on what you can control. Otherwise, you waste so much energy and time. And being positive, looking for those good news stories, is part of the solution for our way out of this economic decline. Yeah. And, and, and is it something... I don't know whether you you both um, do this because you're clearly very very positive people. I mean, do you take a, a time at the beginning of the day to actually reflect on this because we can get distracted and just uh, reflect on where your mood is and make sure you shift it for the rest of the day. Is that is that something you do? I, I feel like I should say yes because that would be a marvelous thing to do <clears throat> and it's probably a very sensible way. Uh, uh, but I'm afraid I don't. But I am blessed, or or I don't know. Uh, I my personality is that I generally am a very upbeat, optimistic person, and so I I tend not to. You know, I genuinely think that every day something great happens to me. I I don't know that other people would think it was great, but I think having this conversation is great. I'm I'm really delighted, especially delighted when Tim's on and we can actually <laughs> hear him. I think that's kind of yeah. Um, but so for me, I, I just naturally find because I've naturally trained myself to find all mm. the positives in my day. So I don't know that I consciously sit down and make a list and go this, this and this. But I just am aware that I'm a very lucky person. I've learned to, to use the power of meditation, Chris. And certainly um, there are some fantastic people out there who teach meditation. But I think there is a focus that you have to put and, and exclude negativity. You don't want to hang around with negative people, with naysayers, with the ones that can bring you down. And I might start my day with a bit of quiet reflection, but, you know, that's the way I am, really. Yeah, absolutely. I would say that you've got to surround yourself with the right kind of people, people that you like, admire and respect. And you can add value to your life and that you can add value to theirs, because actually the more you give out, the more you receive. And I don't mean that in the biblical sense. I'm just saying that when you give something and you give it wholeheartedly, you receive it 10 times back. You really do. And that makes a big difference. So some of the things I find I find work for me is uh, I, I take in the morning I'll try and take a walk around my garden and just just enjoy the you know the flowers and the garden. Yeah. Also, also not doing that in London, Chris. <laughs> yeah, oh, <it's> <laughs> we do have thing. plants in London. That's a fact. Do we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or, or just um, see the beauty in things. I remember once going to Bangkok and. Uh, I had wandered around the city. I had, a, I had a, I loved, loved the uh, the city, and I met somebody afterwards who said Bangkok's an awful place. And I said, well, you've got to look for the beauty in it. Um, so it's kind of looking for the beauty in things. And I also find I've got certain passages. I don't know if you have or of, of books that uh, yep. really get me into the right sort of mind. So if I'm not feeling, and I tell through a feeling, I'm not feeling good or maybe seem a bit grumpy first thing in the morning with certain things that I take out. And, and One of the books I've written, Chris, and, and uh, you can get them via my particular website at the Academy of Vocational and Professional Training, uh, looks at the idea that we've got to see the beauty in things and we've got to want to get more out of life. And that includes your business life, but, uh, your professional life, your working life, whatever. And I think some very simple steps that all of us can take, and, and those are 
to keep that focus, to keep positivity uh, and to, to keep working to get forward in life and, and without treading on people. We don't need to do that. We can be a very positive force. And uh, having websites like I Use You, uh, having the resources available to support that ethos, I think it's enormously important. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think Tim is absolutely right. I think that it, it is a conscious choice that you make. And I think that you have to practice it a little bit every day. Nobody got to be a great tennis player without practicing. Nobody got to be chief executive without self-development. Nobody got to be a, a brilliant pianist without practice. So why do we think that being happy, balanced, uh, successful people is going to happen because we, we deserve it? Because we woke up that morning and wanted it. it. It just doesn't make sense at all. We, we really have to be quite logical about this and quite hard headed in our determination to have the life, the outcome and the world that we want to live in. Because if we start demonstrating that behavior, sure as eggs are eggs, we will foster it in other people and we'll have it back coming back to us many times over. Right. Well, we're getting close to the end of the show now. I just wondered if you had just succinctly um, a couple of messages that you'd really like to leave people with. Maybe, Tim, do you have any? Yeah, sure. I mean, one of the things that, that uh, I really think everybody should take on board is that uh, people should look for in life the positive things they should look for the good things in other people the good things in businesses and part of my philosophy is give us again the idea that you can do things uh, to help other people and it will come back to you and i think that's part of our today's thriving economy that's about to come along we've got to start taking control Great. And uh, thank you, Tim. And how about you, Adrian? Well, I, I think it's the, the old saying, isn't it, that no headstone ever says, here lies Jim Smith, the marvellous engineer, chef, gardener. That, that's not who we described in the last words that are said about us on uh, on this earth. So why would we live a life that is designed to be about being an engineer, a chef or a gardener. Life is what you uh, want it to be and you need to live a life that reflects who you are now and who you want to be remembered as. And for me, I'd love it if people talked about the fact that I helped make it a bit more of a positive place and, and I said stuff that made people feel good every day they got up. So uh, that would be my ambition and I think that if other people shared a similar kind of thing where they wanted to leave that kind of legacy we might be in a slightly happier place fantastic well got to, got to leave it there thank you so much for being on the on the show today pleasure thoroughly thank enjoyed you so it. much a real pleasure thank you everybody. good luck chris and thanks very much for having us very welcome if you want to find out more about inews you go to uh, com. for more about um, adrienne go to uh, com, and that's now and then your is spelled Y-O-U-R-E talking.com. And then for Tim Dingle, um, the express training courses.com. Now, next week, we have former British Commonwealth and IBO world champion welterweight boxer Billy Schwer uh, talking about team performance and how to punch above your weight in today's economy. I'm sure, um, excuse the pun, but I'm sure he's going to be a real knockout next week. I'm really looking forward to that one as well. Thanks again to my guests today, Adrian Lawler and Tim Dingle. If you have any questions or feedback about this show, please do send it to me. You can send it to me personally at chris at bemoreachievemore.com. Uh, I do respond um, or leave a message on my Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash bemoreachievemore. Well, have a great week and uh, I shall speak to you all again soon. We thank you for listening to Be More, Achieve More. 
Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your week.